A little over a year ago, my first thought on rising that morning was that I must have pulled a muscle yesterday while I was working out. I'll keep a very long story short by saying about three hours later, uh, when I was not so peroxized by pain that I could speak, I told my administrator who was driving me to the emergency room, Mike, please pray that I have the grace not to take this out on the people who are working there. And just uh, a few short hours after that, they had run an MRI, they had hit me up with some really, really good drugs, and they said, yep, you've got a kidney stone, but the good news is you can just go home and lay down and it will pass on its own. And so uh, once I arrived home, I contacted my family, I let them know what was going on, and one of my daughters, who was in a position to know both, said, well, Dad, now you know what it's like to, give a, to, to go into labor. And immediately I said, I didn't want to know that. <laughs> but it was very helpful after the ridiculously small thing passed. It's incredible that something the size of half of a pinhead could cause so much trouble. But to realize that what the Apostle Paul wrote to the church is true. That right now, we are groaning in labor pains. And isn't it funny how often that even the slightest hint of discomfort, the slightest hint that greater pain may be coming is enough to cause us to run in the other direction. How vulnerable are we to falling into the illusion? Well, that if God really is as good as he says he is, is as loving as he says he is, is as powerful as he says he is, he would never allow anything like that happen to happen to me. And I'm warning you right now, if you find yourself having similar thoughts, it is one of the ways that God's enemy loves to persuade us that knowing and doing the will of God in your life is far too difficult far too painful. So, undertake that work? Never. Undertake that activity? Never. Undertake that change in your relationships? Never. I'm just going to curl up in a nice comfortable spot and I'm going to let the rest of the world go by and I'm going to wait for the Lord to come and pick me up and take me to heaven when the time comes. But the reality is, as the Apostle Paul well knows, as any Christian disciple well knows, right now, the body of Christ 
is giving birth to our future. And even though different parishes in the diocese are impacted in different ways, even though different parishes in the diocese are gifted in different ways and are challenged in different ways, groaning in labor pains over the Diocese of Columbus in 2043 is an experience in which we will all have a share. And just like anyone giving birth knows, yes, there is some measure of discomfort involved. That discomfort might seem like it's going to destroy you. And that is why, regardless of what the day brings us, we say, Lord, in your great mercy, in your great love, free me from slapping a label on it too quickly. Lord, do not allow me to fall into the trap of wanting to label. These are the good things. These are the bad things. These are the pleasant things. These are the unpleasant things. This is the plan. These are the things that are not according to plan. Lord, I only ask you each and every day to reveal to me the role that I will play in bringing the good news of salvation into that part of my world where it is not yet known. Lord, where there is darkness, let me bear your light. Lord, where there is ignorance, allow me to bear your truth. Lord, where there is malice, allow me to bear your compassion and mercy. Lord, where there is weakness, allow me to bear your strength. And Lord, where there is selfish, self-interest, Lord, allow me to bring your holiness. And whatever, Lord, whatever I must endure in attaining, in knowing, and fulfilling your will in my life, Lord, give me the grace to do it and to emerge every day a clearer and more confident instrument of your will in the world that you created me to serve. And remind me again, Lord, that the grace of baptism that was given to me, the fact that you have claimed me already as your adopted son or adopted daughter, Lord, every measure of grace in that adoption is already mine. Lord, remind me again that the adoption or the baptism by fire, by the baptism by the Holy Spirit given to me in confirmation is already complete and has already been given to me. Remind me again, Lord, that the strengthening and affirming power of your body and blood in Holy Eucharist is given to me every time I come forward with a sincere and contrite heart, an empty heart that desires nothing less than to be transformed by your grace. And most importantly, Lord, remind me that the grace of all of these things, baptism, confirmation, Eucharist, that is given to me this day 
differs not at all from the grace given to any one of your saints. That's another misunderstanding that we have a tendency to fall into when we think about the greatness of the saints. When we think about Peter, when we think about Paul, when we think about the other apostles in a particular way, we think, well, they must have received some kind of extra baptism, or they must have received some kind of super confirmation, or they must have received an extra fortified Eucharist to enable them to endure what they endured and to perform the things that they performed. No. The grace that was given to them is identical, identical to the grace that is given to you. And the only question that remains is, will you remain faithful to what was entrusted to you? And in those moments of confusion, or in those moments of perhaps debilitating physical or emotional or spiritual pain? Will you have the presence of mind and the disposition of heart to say, Lord, please allow me to see your hand at work? And in a particular way, in all of those things that are difficult or painful or not according to plan or unanticipated. Allow me to see, Lord, that it is in those exact moments that you grant me a measure of strength and character that I would not have had, that my life would have lacked had it turned out any other way. And Lord, again, take that measure, that extra measure of strength and character that I have gained by enduring tribulation to be a cause of hope, hope that my life would have lacked had it turned out any other way. And hope, not just in the sense that I know that tomorrow and next week, not to mention all the way into the infinite future is something that I can not only look forward to, but it is something that is worth everything that I have and am today to attain. And allow me to rise again, Lord, tomorrow for another share of that work and that activity and those relationships that you will bless, that is to say, that taken together will lead me to you. And give me the grace, Lord, to let everything else go.